0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's byt dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: So many of us continue to have one fundamental question. Is the Department of Justice criminally investigating and moving toward an indictment of Donald Trump? Well, you know, friends, the more time that passes, the more it feels like, that precise question may end up being beside the point. Let's talk about why that is. Because justice matters. Hey all Glenn Kirshner here. So there's a pretty remarkable series that was just published in the Washington Post. It's a three-part series. It's titled The Attack, Before, During, and After. Yes, that attack. And it's a compelling, detailed, inclusive account of Donald Trump's attempt to corruptly retain power. Here is just some of how that reporting opens up. Trump was the driving force at every turn as he orchestrated what would become an attempted political coup in the months leading up to January 6, calling his supporters to Washington, encouraging the mob to march on the Capitol, and freezing in place key federal agencies whose job it was to investigate and stop threats to national security. For months, the president had been priming his supporters to believe that the election was rigged, that he was the rightful winner, and that Joe Biden's victory was illegitimate and the product of a conspiracy by Democrats and the media. Throughout the fall and winter, Trump leaned on election officials in states such as Georgia and Arizona with a blizzard of tweets and personal phone calls trying to get them to undo the results of the election. When that failed, he turned turned his focus to January 6th, historically a pro forma ritual by Congress. His words triggered rapid action by angry supporters who made plans to go to the nation's capital, fusing together in a dangerous call and response. Come to Washington, Trump tweeted to his supporters, on the Saturday before Christmas, issuing a clarion call for them to gather and protest on January 6th. Be there, will be wild. So friends, there's a lot to unpack in that three-part series just published by the Washington Post, and I'll try to tackle some of that information in future videos, but for today, I wanna take a few minutes to um, take on just one question, and it's a big question. Is Merrick Garland's Department of Justice criminally investigating Donald Trump and his criminal associates for their attempts to corruptly overturn the presidential election results, for launching an attack on the Capitol on January 6th, for trying to overthrow our democracy? Is the Department of Justice criminally investigating Donald Trump? Now, we have to acknowledge there are opinions all across the spectrum on that big question. Part of it is because there's so little evidence that has come out about what DOJ is or is not doing. And for every point, there's a counterpoint. Some people say, well, there's no evidence that they're investigating Trump, so I guess they're not. The counterpoint is, well, the Department of Justice has a policy against announcing or divulging that they're investigating somebody, so we shouldn't really be hearing about it. Well, the counterpoint to that is we hear about DOJ investigations all the time. You know, FBI Director Comey couldn't stop talking about the investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails. And we know Rudy Giuliani's being investigated. We know Matt Gates is being investigated. So we know about investigations frequently. And then, of course, there are, there are leakers and lawyers. What do I mean by that? Well, often when DOJ is conducting an investigation, it leaks information out sometimes intentionally, sometimes perhaps innocently, unintentionally. And we begin to hear about investigations. What do I mean by the lawyers part of leakers and lawyers? Well, when the Department of Justice conducts criminal investigations, and we know nothing about those investigations or the fact that they are up and running, DOJ will put witnesses in the grand jury and those witnesses will go out and hire lawyers. And if only in the D.C. legal community, you'll begin to hear, well, you know, I represent so-and-so who just appeared before the grand jury in an investigation. And word begins to spread. Word comes out about pending investigations, even if DOJ says nothing publicly about them. And we just haven't heard much about that. Now, if you're like me, You know, I was a prosecutor for 30 years, nearly a quarter of a century with the Department of Justice. That was my professional home. I can't conceive of the Department of Justice not criminally investigating Donald Trump, right? Given the evidence that Donald Trump and his criminal associates committed truckloads of crimes, there's plenty of evidence to open a criminal investigation, what we call adequate predication. It's everywhere. So how can DOJ not be criminally investigating Donald Trump? I have to believe they are. So suffice it to say at this moment, we can't definitively answer the question, is DOJ criminally investigating Donald Trump? Because we don't know what we don't know. So rather than try to answer that question, let's talk about something we can answer. Why do we prosecute? Well, we prosecute to hold accountable and punish the wrongdoer. We prosecute to protect the community and society generally. And we prosecute to deter others from committing similar crimes. Let's talk about deterrence for a moment. The deterrent value of prosecuting criminals presupposes that it will be done in a timely manner, that it will be done in a way that will actually deter other criminals. Stay with me here for just a minute. Donald Trump and his criminal associates plotted the coup for months before January 6th. Now, here we are, 10 months after January 6th, and Trump and company haven't been held accountable. They haven't been charged. They haven't been arrested. They haven't been indicted the process of accountability for their crimes hasn't even yet begun. I mean, think about it. After committing one of history's most serious crimes against our democracy, DOJ is now giving Donald Trump the time and the space and the opportunity to amass a second army of insurrectionists. You know, that's precisely why when people say, don't worry, DOJ is on it, they're investigating. You know, I say that's not the only important thing. Of course they need to be criminally investigating Donald Trump, but without timely accountability, there's no deterrent value. Here's what I mean by that. Let's assume the next Donald Trump, maybe Donald Trump himself in 2024. Let's assume though he's out of the picture and there's another aspiring dictator coming up behind him. Let's assume that that person looks at the Department of Justice's inaction 10 months after January 6th. And that aspiring tyrant says to himself, So if I launch an attack on our democracy and it fails, it looks like I'm going to have another 8 months, 10 months, 12 months to regroup to rebuild, to amass my forces anew, I like my odds. And that's why if there's no timely accountability, there's no deterring tomorrow's tyrant. And that makes DOJ's current inaction so dangerous and so damaging because it serves as no kind of deterrent to the next Donald Trump. So I'm not trying to undermine the Department of Justice and I have to believe in my heart of hearts they are criminally investigating Donald Trump and his associates and that they're moving toward indictments, but it has to be timely because it has to deter tomorrow's aspiring dictator because justice matters. Friends, as always, thank you for tuning in to these daily Justice Matters videos. Uh, They're also available in uh, podcast form, audio only. Just go wherever you ordinarily get your podcasts. And as always, if you'd like to support our all-volunteer efforts here at Justice Matters, our mission, our content, um, feel free to go over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron, and if you do, I'll send you some Team Justice stickers and a personal handwritten note Uh, Thanks, And I'll also um, tell you about our next annual Team Justice Gathering, which uh, we assemble as a way to say thank you for your support. And as always, friends, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.